thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. 7.52 and uh, in Thought Leaders, we like to go back in the week and look at stories that have come up in the media. Maybe they weren't on the front page of the media. Often they are uh, on websites. Often they are on different, um, uh, in different, in the fr- in the center of the pages or maybe not on the front page but they're stories that we think are extremely valuable in terms of how we think of us not just as South Africans but uh, in the world as well. So there was an opinion piece that was written by Pat Mitlangu who is a marketing specialist and he's the founding CEO of Lerato Agency talking about and asking the question whether African brands are out of touch with Africans. Pat thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, and good morning to your listeners. Pat, the article was on the Biz Community website, uh, and it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting one because it uh, raises all sorts of questions about how one sells or how one markets, um, uh, specifically a brand that is made here, so to speak. Talk to us a little bit about your 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 focus on it and what you think is coming out. Um, so. The opinion piece was uh, inspired by the brand Africa 100, mm. uh, which is an institution that uh, ranks most admired brands in the continent. So they look at um, brands that are African-founded and brands that have sort of established themselves for over decades um, within the continent and people have grown to known as Africans. So what's surprising with the, with the list is that 13% of the top 100 uh, most admired brands in, in Africa are actually founded in Africa. So meaning that the remaining 87%, these are brands that uh, we call them what imports from Europe, mm. from Asia, and uh, North America. So our African brands are sort of falling behind, um, so to speak. And also this has been the common trend. Um, for the, I mean, Brand Africa has been uh, doing the ranking for the past 10 years now. So on average, 20% of African-founded brands featured on the top um, 100, which raises a lot of questions and and concerns about um, the state of uh, our brands in Africa. I'll also give you an example. Um, A brand like Guinea, um, which is an Irish brand that produces beer, is consumed in Nigeria more than in its um, country of origin in Ireland. So it just tells you how we sort of, as Africans, have fallen in love um, with uh, European brands more than we do with our own local homegrown um, so brands. I, I'm going to get to some other local homegrown brands, but the idea of Guinness, I mean, as you say, Guinness consumed more in Nigeria, the beer brand Guinness, and yeah. um, more so than an island where it um, originates from. So now, yes. someone listening to that might say, "Yeah, but no one has come and has come up with the the, the beautiful Guinness draft that uh, Guinness offers." And until they do, I'm going to carry on drinking it. I mean, look, um, we also have uh, beautiful uh, local brands. I mean, if you look at a brand like Batu, uh, the sneaker again? brand, the sneaker brand Batu. Oh yes, Batu. You know, which is uh, featured for the first time also on the prompted top 10 um, list. Mm. So we do have brands that are really um, strong and are good. It's just that all they need is support. 
also, I think us Africans um, have this mindset that for a brand to be good, for a brand to be loved, it must come from outside of the continent. And I think that's a battle that most brands or most local brands have to fight. It's a mindset thing. It requires us to change the mindset as Africans to say, Batu is equally as good as, if not better than a Nike sneaker, for example. Yeah. So we need a mindset, a mindset shift as Africans that we don't have to wait for um, Angela, uh, what's his name, the the Prince Charles' uh, wife. What's what's her, what's her name again? Uh, Camilla is Prince Charles' Cam- wife. Yes. Who who came to South Africa, bought a Tepo jeans, and now all of a sudden Tepo jeans is the, the perception around that brand has changed so much that now because it was worn by um, by her. Now it's, it's, it's seen as a good brand. So we need... So Pat, fun- so Pat, I hear you. I completely hear you. And the thing is, and, I, and I'm with you. And I mean, right now I'm wearing a pair of my fantastic felt scones, uh, South African felt scones. And yes. uh, next week I'm going to wear a pair of Batus. And, and majority of my shoes are South African brands. But I will say this. Is yes. you can't just tell people that that's what they have to do. That's what market forces are about. So the question is, how do you persuade them? Because you've got to persuade them. You can't just Absolutely. say you've got to like buy this because it's South African. No, I don't have to buy anything. That's what market <laughs> yeah. forces are about. I will buy my felt scones because I like them and I love my batus. Um, but that's my choice. Yes. So what, what local brands need to do is to sort of learn what these uh, global giants are doing. If there's anything that they're really good at is storytelling. If you look at a brand like yeah. Nike, they are very good at storytelling. Sometimes they don't tell you about how great their shoes are, but they just tell a story around the brand, what the brand stands for, what the brand um, um, supports, how it relates uh, to the market, how, how it contributes to solving some of um, our social ills. So what local brands need to do is to sort of dial up on that storytelling, you know, tell their stories more. And, and also, you mentioned Batu. I'm not sure if you follow uh, Theobaloi, the founder of, of, of Batu. He's a brilliant storyteller, and he tells the story mm, consistently, and it never changes. So that's what local brands need to do. The same way with Drip, um, Legao Sichuan. Yeah. He's also a very good storyteller, and the story doesn't change. And also, some people can say, but... Yeah, many of us as black people come from the township, we grew up poor, blah, blah, blah. But that's their story and that's their reality that they had to face. And they don't need to change that to accommodate other people. So local brands need to dial up on their storytelling and tell fantastic stories of how the brands came into being and where they are and, and take us through the journey. Of, of, of their brands and I think and we're going to have to leave you there Pat that's Pat Matlongo marketing specialist founding of, founder of CEO, founding CEO of Lerato AB talking about South African brands Carl says if you talk about Africans do you mean white or black Carl that is such an old story but let me say when I talk about Africans I'm talking about people who are, are born on this continent and I know that that may cause uh, some grief with some but that is how I feel nevertheless that's what we're talking about and uh, why would you buy a South African brand? Well, you've got to be persuaded, but uh, the persuasion has got to come from the people with the brand. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for the news. Good morning.